Oh boy. Hi everybody. Um, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Refined Taste with Dario. And Chris. And Chris. Oh man, we got that one down. Yeah, man. we did it on point. That was great. <laughs> um, this is, I don't know what episode it is, 28 around there, I think. Something yeah. like that. That's the Something part that like we that. didn't get. We got Between we 25 and 30, this is episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares, really? This is another live episode. We're just so excited. Uh, we're joined by one of the newest restaurants in the city in the new, newly renovated Sibley building, um, the Mercantile on Main. We're joined by Magash and Cole of Nani's Kitchen. How are you guys doing? Hey, thanks for having us. Good, how are you yeah. guys? Good, thanks. man. Welcome. Welcome. Um, this is super exciting. Um, new, what, what are you guys calling a food court? Food hall, food court. Food yeah, hall. something like that. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, we've. I've been there a couple of times. Chris and I were there on Monday for the grand opening. Uh, it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, we got uh midweek on Thursday in the middle of service. We got zone for dining too. So it's been like oh, it's been nice. a incredible week. We opened midweek, uh, got allowed for dining. So a lot, lot of changes this week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you notice an influx in people coming in because of that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our dining room has been pretty packed. I mean, I remember running into you in there too. Like, yeah. That's right. Right now, I feel like when you're downtown and especially like in that part of downtown, if you're ever like, oh, you know, I got like a half hour, hour to kill. It's like, where do you go? So now like and there's so many people who like work down there, live down there, have meetings down there all day. Now there's just kind of a spot for people to be like, oh, OK, I'm just going to like go post up and like hang out or like get some work done in my computer in the food hall. Like, mm -hmm. definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, a diverse uh, options for, you know, food down there, including yourself. But there's uh I want to give out shout outs to all the places. What Palermo's cut broth, Rococo and Rufus is on the way, right? Yeah. Is I miss anybody? That's everybody, Palermo's right? Palermo's cut Rufus flower kitchen, flower kitchen. Flower That's kitchen. The one I missed. Yep. Yeah. Honestly. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, everyone in there, like it's, it's awesome. Every day for lunch, we just like kind of go down the line. It's like, Ooh, what do we get today? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> what was what been some of your favorites you had? Oh man. <laughs> I definitely um, keep it in the bolognese from Flower Kitchen. That one's yeah. Oh, the cacio at Pepe there too. Oh, hey, you, that's the yeah, one you're talking about. I haven't, yeah. I haven't been to Flower Kitchen yet. I Super did. good. Um, so far, the cheeseburger is the move from Palermo's for sure. The cheeseburger mm -hmm. is so good. Um, uh, from broth. Yeah, like at broth, like just like get as much of that broth as you can, and then like hook up an IV of it to yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Those noodles, though, man, I killed the noodles at the broth. Get like, amazing. Oh, I got to get the extra noodles next time. I messed up. Oh, yeah. Because oh, those noodles are so noodles. good. It's, it's yeah. not like they don't give you enough in a regular oh, order. It's so you just, good. You just consume them. Right. Oh, and, and pro tip I always ask for a little side of fish sauce and sriracha. Mm, that's a good that idea. It takes it to the next level for me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got a big bottle of sriracha at home, so no worries yeah. in there. <laughs> Is that not just like one of the best sauces ever? Like whoever made that was like they yeah. deserve like an award. <laughs> yeah, Bartholomew Sriracha is uh, he's, <laughs> he's a genius. Yes, no shout out to to Bart. 
Hey. <laughs> Love your sauce, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, That's you know, he got in a, he got a little bit of trouble in his neighborhood for because his factory was um making so much sriracha and like the people were like, it's it hurts my eyes outside. <laughs> Wait, is real? I don't. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> in the California factory, this is a couple of years ago. I mean, imagine just like walking outside and it's like just like a cloud of like pepper gas or something. It's all just sriracha. Basically, <laughs> my bad, guys. I got you on the bottle, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's like uh, out in Buffalo. There's that cereal factory out there. Oh, and it smells so good. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> It yeah, always smells like ever... Lucky Charms in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever drive to like Hershey, Pennsylvania? Oh yeah, I yeah, one of those crazy places. Just roll down your windows. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so the Mercantile on Main it just opened up last Monday, right? Grand opening. Um, yeah. How are things been, dude? Yeah, crazy. Volume that we're getting. That's what you said on Monday when we, we were talking to you. Um, you're just blown away by the the support, basically, that people were coming out. Yeah, we originally released our full menu on Monday. And then the overwhelming, like, result of people showing up, we actually had to, like, simmer it down to just, like, the fan favorites and just run with that menu for last week until we could, like, figure out how to accurately prepare for, like, that many people. But we should get yeah. back. We just went back to the full menu for dinner tonight, and that means we should have the full menu all day tomorrow and from here on out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I was going to share because I don't know if everybody knows. I'll try to figure this out. I should have did this before. But um, the ordering process, you can obviously order when you go there, right? Um, but you can use uh, their website, the Mercantile on Main's website, and order through, I think it's like Powered by Toast or whatever. But um everybody's menus on there what's that we got four ways to order now you can come in and just order at the pos then there's actually a kiosk like in the emergency. oh yeah yeah hmm. skip the lines if there's ever a line just walk to the kiosk like ultimate hack and then if you <laughs> if there's a line at the kiosk then you can just go to the merc on main website and you can order takeout from there and if you don't want to leave your house starting today you can actually go to the merc on main website click takeout and we're partnered with Grubhub. So you'll be able to shop all the vendors of Merck on Main at once through Grubhub. Yeah, and actually nice. if it's Toast, the kiosk or Grubhub, yeah, you can do all of us together in one transaction. So like if you want pasta and Indian food and a sandwich, one transaction, one delivery fee, like you're not going to have to place three different orders or nothing like that. That sounds yeah. fantastic. That's like uh, that's like those uh, Pizza Hut Taco Bells. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, bro, I just or the, the KFC pizza, you know all together. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I'll take some fried chicken, a taco. <laughs> that's exactly the vibe. And I mean, so much of our food, especially like complements each other too. Like, at least in my opinion, I think it was kind of planned out to be that way. That's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's like Epcot in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and maybe that's what we'll do with all that commercial space. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throw in dress some rides. Some, dress some people up in leading yeah. hose and and uh yeah. <laughs> waving at people. Right. Maybe maybe get like a little mini roller coaster on the top floor. I mean, that. I heard there used to be a train across the street at Midtown for the kids anyway, right? Like, yeah. The monorail. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the monorail, man. That's my 
that's my childhood. Yo, we're bringing downtown back now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it's not totally back unless the monorail's back for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what they should Whoever's do. Whoever's watching this, you can make a monorail happen. Yes. <laughs> Just like that goes by the boots so you can like grab samosa on the way through. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, Chris has the ideas later, but my bad. Yeah, I don't want to step on that. <laughs> I mean, these are great ideas. Like, I don't know if I can top this. <laughs> well, I'll like, try. Like sushi belt, like uh, sushi conveyor belt things. Like the opposite where like you're on the train and then you just like ride by the like. <laughs> Yes, you are the conveyor belt. <laughs> you are the conveyor belt. <laughs> oh, the man. Most of them. What do you think of those, man? Oh, they're oh, delicious, man. man. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Glad to hear that. You guys got to see Chef Fredo's samosa TikToks? Yes. Yeah. You were just, you guys were posting those. He loves them, huh? <laughs> yeah. That, like, uh, yeah. So the chef at Palermo's is one of our biggest fans of our samosas. I mean, because. He loves finding new things that are light and healthy. And it's just, I mean, it's all just vegetables and a bit of puff pastry dough, but they just right. come out so light and flaky. Yeah, no, I can eat probably a whole bag of all those. Of them. I can eat yeah. all <laughs> Any time in our kitchen, there's pretty much just one person whose entire task is just to stand there and make samosas, like until someone else is tapping. So in. are you like hand rolling those yeah. and everything? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's like like we're not doing big batches. It's not like we're making them once a week. It's literally like someone is standing there folding samosas for like the majority of the time we're in the kitchen. Wow. So I'm yeah. samosas every day. Yeah, we actually had our <laughs> baker in like for something like 15 hours yesterday. He made all of our brioche, like our doughs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. We're working on getting the puff pastries gluten free again. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That'll open up some things. So there's a huge following for that. Definitely gluten free. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when our, I go okay. ahead, no, no you go ahead. Nice. <laughs> one of our cooks is gluten free, so she's like, she Uh-oh. eats the filling from the samosas, and she's like, "This is so good! Like, I need to be able to eat the whole dish." <laughs> right. Now that um, the mint chutney is like my favorite thing on earth right now. Yes, so. you got the mint chutney. Yes. So I told him about it. has a bottling <laughs> license over there. So we're looking at, you know, once we yes. manage to like, you know, make enough to sustain ourselves, we want to like make some and bottle it because we've gotten some. Put really- me on the mailing list, Magesh, yeah. please. Got you, bro. Got you. I'm down for it. Yeah. No, it's delicious. I want to put that on everything. Yeah. yeah not sure like, it would go on everything but I, i'm going to force it it doesn't it's kind of like a chimichurri vibe like you could make it work on yes. a lot of things definitely i would like yeah. slather some steak with that like grill it up and the yes. yogurt oh, in it, yeah like, tenderize the meat too i probably put it i was thinking about putting it on some chicken oh yeah yeah, like chicken so, patty with chutney. Buy the chutney on the side with the meat plate just so they can put the chutney on the chicken mm-hmm. really just dunk it. <laughs> yes. Stay for the chutney for sure. Always. Um, when we talked chicken. to you on Monday, you basically said that like, you know, this was kind of a spur of the moment idea to open this restaurant. <laughs> Can you tell me more about that? I'd say it was more Ramon's idea than anybody else, to be honest. So Ramon's the owner of Palermo's. Or he's one of the owners of Palermo's. And okay, so I gotta tell you the story like exactly how it went down. Like, no cap. Uh, yeah. Uh, so my buddy sends me a Snapchat of this like hot dog cart on North Goodman, like kind of by Clifford. And he's like, 
okay, this is, this is going to sound crazy, but you need to like, whatever you were going to do, go to this place for lunch and go get one of these cheeseburgers. And it's, it's the burger that I was just telling you about. Okay. And I was like, I mean, all right, like whatever. I could go for a burger, right? So I like go get a burger. I get to chatting with Fredo and with Ramon and Erica. And they're telling me about the mercantile and this awesome project they're coming, they're putting together. I'm really just like, okay, cool. I got a new spot to go eat, right? And they're telling me they're struggling with a vegetarian dish for the menu. Like that's just oh. not how they grew up eating really. They know how to do sort of the, you know, some of the things you see around like a veggie burger or whatever, but they won't, they were looking for something a little more out of the park. You know what I mean? Or like, a little out of the ordinary. I had an idea that I thought would make sense. You know, like they already had the buns. It's a, it's a sandwich that's on our menu right now. It's called Pau Baji. Um, it's a mashed root vegetable sandwich. It's got potatoes and cauliflower mm. and beets. It's got some like bell peppers and shallots, garlic, ginger, chilies. And it eats like a sloppy joe. And we serve it mm. on like a toasted brioche with a little like coriander and onion salad, some lime juice on top. So I went home and I made that for them. And I was like, yo, you guys should like put it on your menu. Just like, give me a shout out. Like, that'd be really cool. And, and they tried it and they were like, nah, dude, like you got to sell these. Like people would really buy these. Um, and so they said, they called Ken Green. Like they just, they called Ken and set up a meeting for me. And at this point, like my thesis is doing a month. Like I'm working 12, 14 hours a day, just like on that. So I'm just like, you know, whatever. I'll go ahead. I don't want to be rude. They're putting in this effort. Like I'll at least cheer the guy out. Right? Don't want to be rude. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, all enthusiastic about this. Like I'm 25. Like what, how, what am I going to do? Open a restaurant? Like whatever. <laughs> so I go down there and I swear to God, like Ken's like Willy Wonka, right? Like he's taking me on a tour through this factory and he's like, I know this is what it looks like now, but just imagine what this is going to be. And I mean, dude, he sold me on it. Like yeah. he absolutely sold me on it. Um, and so I go home, right? And Ken's like, I need to try your food, though. My team needs to try your food. So, he, you know, he's got his team of people up on the second floor. Uh, and he has me come in and, like, cater a lunch for them, essentially. And I was like, you know, I'll, I'll cook for my buddies once in a while, maybe two, three people. But I've never cooked for, like, 12 people at once before, right? Like, I, like you know, I'm in, I'm in my house right now. We got this little electric uh, stove. Like, so I, I'm, like, busting it down, trying to, like, throw together this meal for Ken and his team. And um, so I made them some dishes that are, they're all on our menu now um, with a lot of help from my aunt. My aunt was a lifesaver in that. Um, yeah. Okay. So she's one of like the women in our family, I feel like really hold the recipes a lot. Like it gets passed down a lot and I'm, I'm glad to be like a part of that now where I'm getting a lot of that. Um, but like she came in and she really helped me like work on that stuff. So I brought in the meal for Ken and his team and uh, they made me sweat for a couple of days, but then they texted me and they were like, you know, you need to form an LLC so we can get you your paperwork. And <laughs> yeah, like uh, a week or two nice. later, I called uh, Cole and I was like, bro, I'm like in over my head. I need help like doing all this stuff. And Cole's an awesome photographer, especially. And I mean, you've already seen he's really social media savvy. He's been making our website. And I mean, he's start to finish. Cole's been an awesome part of the team. All right, Cole. Yeah, shout out to Cole, even though yeah. he's right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> awesome, Cole. Yeah, so you're uh, you're the nerd squad, Ben. <laughs> What's that? I essentially get to do everything Magesh doesn't want to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> nice. You get? Uh, do you get free food then? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I get free food. Uh, I get paid a 
Getting paid is good. Who needs that? <laughs> but do you get paid in free food? No, that would be a lot of free food. Uh, I mean, we could talk about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You get paid in layers. You <laughs> You're telling me you couldn't eat that much gulab jamun? Super sweet. I can't get through it's like a huge bowl. <laughs> Have you guys tried that one? Not yet. Not yet. You guys got to try. So our new baker too. He like, dude. He took this recipe to the next level. Like this dude is just like so. And that's one of the cool things is like our entire team. Like they're so well trained at what they do is they take these recipes that we get and take them to the next level. So we got these donuts that we do, man, I was eating them. This one. I, I had to stop myself. Like I was like, <laughs> we got to sell these. Like Chris, did you have those? Wait, wait, I did have them. Yeah. What was I yes. thinking that I didn't have? There was a lot of stuff on the menu. I really got the rose water. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, those are, uh, I know you were featuring those in your story and everything too. They look amazing. Yeah, dude. Like, if you liked Kristen it before, like, come back and try them again because I think they're on like another level now. Okay. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> they're, not, they're not even their final form yet, huh? Well, I like to think that nothing ever is, you know? <laughs> ever evolving. No. Yeah, nice. man. That's like, you know, it's one of those, we never want to get stagnant. Yeah. Um, so. You mentioned your your aunt and like the women in your family. Is that basically so? Is it like um, you're taking the recipes that are on your menu and it's coming from like family influences? Yeah, a lot of it. Like, well, really, nearly all of it is food I grew up eating. Like, my family was vegetarian, so like the chicken dishes, I had to like take some other things and adapt them. But like, other than that, it's all food I grew up eating. Okay. And, cool. and really, a lot of it was like. So my grandma lives in this ashram in India. So like, you know, she's we can barely ever talk to her. You know I mean? We like WhatsApp once in a while. Um, but whenever she comes and visits, you know, there's always like a couple things I'm looking forward to when she makes. And that was really like where I tried to start the menu. So that, that's your nanny then? Yeah, that's my nanny. Nice. <laughs> cool. No, I like that. I mean, I love the logo and uh, yeah. Shout out partners at Napier for making that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, you you could completely tell it's like kind of has that uh, that old school look and it is everybody mm -hmm. has, you, you know, your grandmother's recipes that, you know, no matter what culture you come from, they get passed down. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not really I'm kind of a rookie when it comes to Indian food. Um, I think Americans are not generally exposed to things like with Indian food there's always like are you bothered by this I want to tell you real quick in in movies and like pop culture there's always like the the scene in the movie where they go out on a date and they go for Indian food right <laughs> and then it's always it's always some white guy that's like sweating he's like oh yeah I've had Indian food <laughs> <laughs> oh this is great and he's just eating yeah. it like this is such a hack thing I've seen it so many times <laughs> what's the deal with that Makesh tell me I mean like for me at least Indian foods kind of become like Chinese food in America where like we have a really strong perception on not what it is but what we think it's supposed to be and mm -hmm. one for me one of the unfortunate things that I kept hearing from people was well this is what we think people will like so this is what we sell but it's not what we cook at home and for me it's just like 
but why like i want to cook how i cook like i want to like i want to cook how i like to eat i want to sell like i'm not going to be like oh yeah this is how i would do it but i'm gonna do it for you like the, you know what i mean like that just, that just doesn't feel right mm-hmm. right no you shouldn't change it right yeah right like i don't know like like i think we're seeing that with a lot of cultures now too like it, so we were talking about flower kitchen earlier and how they do like cacio e pepe and like sure. all these things right. like we've come from this whole era of just like you know alfredo sauce or vodka sauce now like we're getting into like you know where did these things come from like where are the actual cultural roots of food and i think Mm -hmm. that like today's consumer especially in like a foodie city like rochester is more interested in like what would the food be like if i went to india more so than like what is every indian place in america why do they all have the same menu right Mm -hmm. no i love that if you go to india like india like yes india is a country with all but like as a region, it's one of the most diverse places. Like, if you go from region to region, it's an entirely different culture with a different language, religion, and even food customs. So, like, the fact that all of the, like, there's over 26 different food customs in India. And the fact that that, that all translates to just one menu across America, like, mm-hmm. right. it kind of makes Yeah, me right, sad. exactly. <laughs> so, it's like 26 different things, and it's like tiki masala. Yeah, right. Yeah, where tiki masala is actually from, too. No, no, isn't it an English thing, bro? It's Scotland, Scotland. Uh, Yeah, yeah. the most famous (laughs) Indian food in the world is actually Scottish. Oh, well, shout out to my wife who's very Scottish. (laughs) Yo, can she make us some tiki masala later? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, whip of a batch. She's downstairs. People come in and ask for that so much. Really? Really? Yeah, but, butter chicken. Yeah. Is that yeah. another one? Yeah. Yeah. See, like my exposure to it is just like whatever's in the Trader Joe's frozen section. So yeah. I apologize. Oh, dude. It's all good. <laughs> well, but it's interesting too, because like, look, if you go through those dishes and look at what's in them, um, it, it's just seasonings we use a lot, but it's sort of just like, I don't, it just becomes its own thing. So like a lot of the things people, you know, like butter chicken or chicken tikka masala, we'll do a braised chicken with like a very similar spice blend. Um, but I don't know, for me, it's just like in my mind, it's something different at that point. Especially because mm-hmm. we're not just like, I don't know, cubing the chicken and ch- like tossing it. In some, but like, you know, last time we did that, we uh, we got these whole chickens in from Autumn's Harvest and we roasted them whole with a mirepoix. And then, so we shredded them down, took the carcass and like all the celery and onions and carrots that had been roasting with, and we made a stock out of it. So then we took all that shredded chicken and uh, we, we started to like work in the flavors that would go into like a butter chicken or chicken tikka. But like, that was our base for it. That sounds right delicious. Now. Hey. Jumping <laughs> <laughs> up really. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris has got cats too, so yeah, they're somewhere around here. Plotting <laughs> my death. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> they're always scheming, they right? They're always scheming. <laughs> um, can you? So, what? Basically, what I'm getting to is that I don't know if all of our viewers are, um, you know, as well versed in Indian food. Can you just give me like a quick tutorial, like Indian food for beginners? One of the biggest things that we're trying to do, especially with the social media and the pictures, is like yeah. we're afraid of Indian food because they don't know what it is. So right. we try to break it down by all of the ingredients, where they come from, and what it looks like. And especially with the Instagram, when we post something, it just seems to sell out. Like 
when people <laughs> understand what it is, like they're totally yeah. how we eat it. And like, no, what definitely we look into doing in the future is we want to have like Magash or our head chef, like making videos of like how to do quick Indian dishes at home or something that like mm. helps connect bridges between things that they don't understand and things that they know. That's beautiful. No, definitely. Because yeah, yeah I think, I think most people have like a fear of it because they don't know what it is. Am I going to like it? Am I going to not? I had eaten Indian food twice before Magash asked me to like come on board with this. And one of, like one of the biggest misconceptions that he explained to me is that like, everybody automatically thinks Indian food is like spicy. Like you're talking about yeah. like, a cliche movie. Like, yeah. As he explained to me is like when an Indian person tells you their food is spicy, it just means it has a lot of different spices in it. So like, mm-hmm. I'm learning that like, not all of our food is super spicy. And like, I'm a Latino and I can't even eat that many spicy foods. So it's kind of embarrassing, but like, <laughs> I eat a lot of this Indian food. It's not bad. And like, especially one of the things we're going to try to do is like incorporate different spice levels because like, some people like it super spicy and some people don't it's been one of the hardest things like we we love to get consumer feedback and it's really important to us like especially being in the hospitality industry like for me the most important thing at the end of the night is making sure that my guests are happy uh and it's been one of the most difficult things is sometimes we send out surveys to the customers who we have like email addresses for and every time we've done it we've gotten the feedback that our food is both way too spicy and not spicy enough and it's interesting just, like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> can't find that middle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're doing everything right if those are the two complaints you're getting. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I want to feel the it, heat, man. Magash, yeah. you got to turn up the heat on me. I want to I wanna be sweating. I got you. I'm ready. There's this sauce we're playing around with. It's a, it's a scotch bonnet and jalapeno sauce we're playing around with. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right. Yes. Yeah. Our last pop-up event, we had uh, three different spice levels you could pick from. One, just like standard as we would serve it. Two, with a little kick. And then three, he actually made me double check with everybody that ordered it at level three to like let them know. It was like, like sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah, that's that Scott <laughs> nice. That's what that was. Oh, nice. Look, okay. I'm, I dunked my pinky and I just like tried a little bit in like a sauce cup or whatever. Mm-hmm. and i was like okay i have tried it i'm not putting that in my mouth again like like i just <laughs> i eat spicy food too like i really like spicy food like i was just like sweating immediately okay. yeah he dumped the whole thing on some rice and he was like yeah dude perfect <laughs> crazy that sounds about right no, I mean I'm uh, I'm Puerto Rican too, man, and uh, I I think of myself as a, I can handle the spicy. But uh, back in when I lived in Brooklyn, they, the bodega they called me Spicy Boy. So um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, why is that not your Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Spicy Boys for life. <laughs> spicy Boy. I don't know. <laughs> I like I like uh, you know looting the Jar Jar Banks. So. But, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, and just to clarify, this is not the Star Wars podcast, right? Because like, we could we could spin off, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's slowly leaning towards there. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. No, stick around for the post show where we uh, talking yeah. Star Wars with Magash. <laughs> That's what I'm really here for. Yeah, this is like the original, like you know, like with uh, the Walking Dead. They always have that afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this we just don't talk about the episode at all we just talk star wars but, uh, <laughs> oh, man. but yeah no that's a great idea um you know to to have those different levels of uh mm-hmm. spice i mean we had um 
Sweet Basil on last week and they kind of talked about the same thing. I mean, they're dealing with uh, like Pan-Asian food, but mm -hmm. uh, people don't really know what they're getting into with the spice right. too, you know? So um, the, the chef over there, Jay, he was like, oh, if you want me to turn it up, I'll turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's he seemed that extra too. excited about it, too. Wasn't he just yes. like, no, I'll throw something up right now. Wasn't he like about to like start cooking in the middle of the video or something? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was very much about that. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to do his uh, hibachi moves. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, but I'm not about to be doing that right now. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. <laughs> My puppy does not does not go along with these things. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, I, I was looking at your your website and the about. And so you talk about um, is it Ayurveda? Yeah. Yeah. That's some, so I have a religious studies background. That's what my undergrad degree was in. Um, my master's degree was in American studies with a sociology focus, but I remember there's this one class who was at Nazareth a professor named Corinne Dempsey. She's still over there. Shout out. Hey, Corinne, if for some reason you're watching this, thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she taught this really cool class on, uh, well, one of the, one of the subjects we covered was Ayurveda and it's something I grew up around a lot. Like it influences Indian society a lot, but then we got to look at it from a little bit more of like a formal perspective too. And mm -hmm. especially since then, it's been something that I found to be really influential. And tell me a little bit what it's about, like basically um, your, like your life, like centering that or so like yeah. the things that come in, you're supposed to be good, right? Yeah. So I think like when Body's you look at various health, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. When you look yeah. at various healthcare systems, right? Like whether there's they're like you know natural medicine or like what we call. I hate the term Western medicine because it's like like west of they stole what? it from the east <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but like you know traditional western medicine is often considered to be like what we call curative so like there's a problem then you deal with it so ayurveda is very much the opposite thing so like the whole idea is like how do you live in a way where you don't get sick where you don't have issues that you, then you need to go deal with so like you know very start of it like I remember at a very young age, my grandpa always used to be like, you know, you got to get up at the right time. You got to go to sleep at the right time. You got to eat at the right times. You know, you got to drink water at the right times and all of this stuff. It just helps your, you know, we might take it for granted, but how good does it feel when you actually settle into a routine and your body knows what's coming and you're like in sync with your body? Um, so that that's really where it starts, but then it goes out from there. And like, how do you get in sync with the world around you? And this is something I'm especially excited about because I love studying ecology and like talking about sustainability. And mm -hmm. one of the things, so like when you want to get in rhythm with the world around you, right? You should eat seasonal food. You should eat what, you know, what you're growing at that time. That's right. going to be the freshest. That's going to be the most nutritious food. That's going to be the best for you at that point. And, and just to tie it into some climate stuff real quick when you're not shipping food across the world because you don't want to eat what was grown around you, like we do a lot better as a society of just being sustainable. We, mm -hmm. So if we get into all these natural rhythms, it helps us be healthier. It helps the world around us be healthier. And, and this is something, you know, I've always believed in, but now as a business owner, I'm sort of positioned to like act on my beliefs a bit. Cool, man. No, yeah. that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think every I don't know if everybody brings, you know, a holistic approach or like th that type of background to the restaurant that they're, you know, working at or owning or running or so that's really cool to see. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not a restaurateur. So that's the thing. Like what, when you get someone who's not a restaurateur to come open a restaurant, you, you mm. get all these different things in there. So like, you know, for me, it's the like sociology back religious studies. And like, we got Cole in here with all this awesome tech background. Right. Now you're shaking it up. Then, huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disruptor. <laughs> oh, bro, you have no idea. <laughs> Disrupticon. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Uh, that's, I mean, it's this business needs new ideas, so it's cool to see. Thank mm-hmm. you, man. I really, I mean, yeah, and that's the thing is like, we, we always need to shake things up, we always need to like keep things moving. Um, and, and you know, I just hope, like, and that's something you know, I think everyone feels, you know, just as like a human thing, right? Like, we all want to like know that, like, in life, we we left the world a better place than we found it, and whatever, like, in whatever way we connect with it, right? So for me, as like starting a restaurant, it's like if I'm entering this industry, what can I do to like, you know, try to leave things a little bit better than I found them? Yeah, for sure. Um, Chris, do you have some terrible ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I dropped a few of them, like the roller coaster, like in the thing. I I definitely had that on the list. And also the sushi boat thing, except um, like the people are in the boat, not a train, but a boat. So you're going to have to build a moat like around Mercantile in Maine. Yeah, yeah. You need a lazy river, yeah. yeah. There you go. You gotta get the floaties in there and everything. Yes, like, yes. Yeah. I think that would be a that'll get people in. Hopefully, they can swim. If they can't tread water, you know, you're old enough. You should. You probably should have figured that out. <laughs> it's like a, like a log flume, except without the drop, right? You right. Just kind of right. go through. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Those are the only ones I had, but those are all mercantile and main specific. Uh, your food was pretty damn good. Like maybe like larger bowls of the of the gulab jamun, just like like one that I can hold like in my hand. And then like everybody's wearing masks anyway, so maybe if you could like make it so you can put a pouch in the mask, and then I'll just like put because that's the way I ate it anyway. So you're just saving time, and then you can market that like. They'll just come in the mask. It'll be like mask size. You go to scoop on your mask and you just got to like chew through the gulab jamun. Yeah, we got you, man. Perfect. Yes. The R&D team is on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Cole, it. Cole, write that down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is recorded. You could go back to it later. It's yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. <laughs> one, of our, uh, one of our payroll agents was like, they came in for lunch last week and we had like just sold out. And she was like, you got to text me as soon as they're made so I can be in and get some of those. Like, Yeah, I, I did, by the way. I remember to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it's like one of those food trucks. You got to like send a blast out and say yeah. they're ready. Yeah. yeah. But then the problem is you run out so quick. It's like everyone wants to know, but then everybody knows too. <laughs> like, Or be like a Krispy Kreme where you put a light on, you know? yeah (laughs) i was just thinking about because that was awesome but that was like the worst business model ever because like i would only ever stop at krispy kreme when that light was on and i would only stop in and just eat the free donuts and then just leave Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah, they didn't they didn't think that out too well 
<laughs> that's why they closed but yeah, yeah right? <laughs> it's a real bummer because the donuts were awesome <laughs> they're amazing yeah i will say no now that i live um oh man i'm blanking on the name right now it's on like culver and norton donuts uh, delight there yeah and i live pretty close to there and it's mm-hmm. like it's if i if i drive a creative way it's on my way home <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, so happen to be here. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have great donuts there. The apple fritters and cannoli donuts, right? Yes. I've had the cannoli. I, I haven't had the fritter. You guys hear me throw me a sponsorship deal. I'll take donuts for payment. <laughs> My parents are huge fans of Ridge Donut. That's their oh, spot. Yeah. yeah I'm like Ridge. Ridge smack dab between the two of them. So it's like a good spot to be. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. My old roommates were like religiously Ridge Donuts fans. Like whenever I would come in with a box of donuts that wasn't Ridge Donuts, they'd give me this look of like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they weren't wrong about that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, so we, we started something new. I don't know why I wasn't doing this before, but we uh, had some viewer submitted questions. Yeah. Um, this is... <laughs> This is from Michelle in Rochester. This is my mom. But uh, <laughs> I was going to play it. Yeah, I was going to play it off like uh, this is just some random lady. Yeah. You know? <laughs> She's so our silent co-host. My mom in there, too, for all I know. Like, that's something she'd yeah. do. Yeah, no, that's what we said. She's the fifth Beatle. Um, <laughs> oh, she wanted to know um, what, what are the flavors of the beverages that you sell? I know you have some Indian sodas. What? How would you describe the flavors of those? Cole, do you want to rock that? Sure. So I'd say start out with they're all less artificial tasting than like American sodas. And then so the for the two sodas, we have Thumbs Up, which is like a cola type of soda. And then we have another called Limka, which is like a lemon lime kind of soda. Mm-hmm. And then for the other beverages, we also have a mango drink and a guava juice. Okay. And then nice. yeah, all of those are imported, so they're... A little, I guess they use less artificial sweeteners outside of the U.S. And uh, they, I'd say a little more natural tasting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and in the near future, we're looking at adding, we've had a lot of requests for, um, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, wait, say it again real quick. I'm like, it's lusty. been a four, yeah, Lusty. Lusty. Oh my God, today's been a long day. <laughs> so Lusty is a blended drink. It's a, it's a mango nectar, yogurt, and ice. It's, it's a little smoothie. Yeah. I think I've seen that, yeah. People come up and ask for it so much that I'm just like, I mean, if why not? Like, I, I make it at home. I'll make it for you guys. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you got enough people asking for it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I keep people happy, right? Right. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, she's got a couple of questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she said she, she loves the, the logo. Um, and she's wondering if you're going to have any merch coming out soon yeah definitely um we were actually talking about this earlier today um yeah it's on the to-do list the to-do list is just really long right now understandable (laughs) Um, i really want to get like hoodies and beanies like that's how i dress like yeah yeah Yeah, what you're doing right now i want to i'm trying to come up with like an outfit for you and how you're dressed right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) i like it definitely if uh, anybody over at Kanye West and Yeezy wants to collab with us, I'm down. <laughs> Is Kanye in the room? Is he watching? Yeah. I heard Mama Fuku got like a Nike collab or something for their shops in New York City. Like, what's up? I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? 
Maybe yeah, we can get so a we can standard. get a local artist to collab with you. That'd be much better. Like yeah. maybe I like, I like Danielle Ponder. Shout out to Danielle. Shout out to Danielle Ponder, who I just want to say, I think raised some awesome points on social media this week. You know, oh, as yeah. a business that's coming up in downtown. These are things that we really need to be thinking about. So, you know, I don't know if she's going to see this or whatever, but like, thank you for bringing that stuff up for what it's worth. I think those are conversations that are so critical. And like, yeah, I really appreciate that. Like, you know, we're, we're engaging in that stuff. Mm-hmm. She is she is a sage of Rochester. Like. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's too young to be a sage, but she is a sage. Yeah, I met her for the first time like five years ago, um, and she was giving legal advice to a bunch of people downtown. Um, Mm -hmm. She's amazing. Back when she was at the public defender's office, I mean, she she was amazing. And she even came and spoke at Nazareth uh, to a group of students at one time talking about targeted enforcement of certain uh, neighborhoods in Rochester, where Mm -hmm. like when when you look at the numbers, certain crimes are literally only charged to people in like certain neighborhoods. And I, I think at that lecture, she was talking about bells on bikes. Like only in the yeah. 19th ward do people get like, you know, messed with by the cops for not having a belt. I, I grew up in Brighton. I rode my buck all the time. I never knew that was a thing. Like I was yeah. listening to like, you're telling me that in Rochester. Bells on them. Yeah. So yeah. Danielle Ponder is awesome. I think the work she's been doing is amazing. Huge fan, mm-hmm. huge fan. Uh, yeah. W- would love to talk to her more and like, you know, try to work with her. Yes. Ooh, can right, you make well, like a Danielle Thunder like <laughs> drink or something? Like just make something. Danielle, if you see this, you just let me know. We will work together. We'll we'll put something <laughs> together. I'm down. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with Send it. the clip over to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where so tell me uh where people can find us, your hours and everything on social media. There's like three part. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, as far as our hours, we're currently open every day but Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. We do lunch and dinner. Um, Currently, we don't close between any lunch hours, but uh, we're looking into that. But at the time being, we're not. Um, As far as our big social medias, Instagram is our big one. You can find us on Facebook. Hopefully, by the end of the year, you'll find us on YouTube as well. Um, and then as far as our website, 90 onmaincom that's coming along. It's still under construction. You can find a lot of our pictures and business info on Yelp. Um, we're partnered with them. And then, yeah, you can order our food through the Mercantile on Main website, which is actually the Sibley building. And yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, so definitely go visit them. Um, <clears throat> you guys are mostly there quite a bit right yeah. <laughs> yeah okay too much i love that we were joking like we might like have to put a futon up in our office or something like <laughs> <laughs> no definitely that's awesome well uh congratulations on opening Thanks. um you know I, I wish you guys uh most success um we'll be we'll be eating there and supporting you yeah thank you so much <laughs> you so you got us yeah <laughs> you support me so much so i was like thank you for having us on it means a lot as like a, you know a new business a new restaurant to be invited to something like this it's really cool and you guys have been a blast this has been like this has been a lot of fun he was like thought he's like in a lot better mood than he was like a couple hours ago he was like almost too tired to come do this i was like come on dude i know dairy on chris to cheer you up <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm <Yeah>. glad mission <laughs> accomplished yes um no no it's awesome man 
uh nani's on maine the mercantile on maine uh go visit them uh yeah god bless guys um (laughs) definitely thank you for joining us um i'm sure you guys are gonna be busy tomorrow with all our viewers (laughs) hey i hope so (laughs) can't wait to serve them all right man you guys have a great week you too take take care have a good one Nanny's Kitchen. Good ass food. Yeah, ass man. Food. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited, man. Like I said, I'm not like a big, you know, Indian food. I haven't been exposed to it. So it's it's cool mm. to have that, um, have somebody to talk to and kind of uh, break things down a little bit so that uh, so I, I start eating that stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's nice that they're uh, they're not just going the like American Indian route <laughs> oh, just like Americanizing a bunch of Indian dishes. That's right. They're like, yeah, I mean, um, sticking with the real stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's got the roots there. They do mm-hmm. have some interesting things, some sandwiches and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, eat the whole menu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I plan to. Um, Martin Luther King day. Uh, yes. we, po- we posted about you know what we're about uh, mm. Chris uh, you want to tell people what you did before or uh, yeah so I did a Facebook live of me and three friends uh, reading the entire letter from the Birmingham jail so a lot of people the only thing they know about Martin Luther King is the I have a dream speech which is a great speech but before that, he was talking about uh, pretty much everything that everybody talks about right now. Like, why are you protesting this way? And why are you trying to agitate? And why would you do something that would get you arrested? And like, he addresses all these things. And this is back in the 60s that he's addressing these things. And they're just as pertinent now as they were before. So, um, yeah, I strongly suggest anybody uh, find me on Facebook and I'm tagged on like a Facebook live of the reading or uh, Google letter from, from a Birmingham jail and read it. It's a it's a little novella like it's you know, he had a little bit of time in jail, so he wrote a lot, but it was it's all real good. So awesome. do that. No, for sure. That's cool, Chris. Um uh next week our guests uh vula's greek sweets we're really excited to have vula on um yeah we actually visited her this past weekend um and she was awesome she hooked us up Mm -hmm. with a lot of stuff all delicious so good um really cool and uh, we're excited to have her on next monday Mm -hmm. uh also we visited uh cat bucha's new place so Cadbucha moved basically across the street, still on Railroad Street, just across the street. Slightly bigger place. They've got uh they've got Booch on draft. I think that's what they call it. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> Booch on draft, and you can still get all the whatever kombucha that that she's made for you know for the week in the fridge. So yeah, no, it's an awesome, beautiful space. Mm-hmm. Super clean looking. Um, Super bright. Yeah, go, 
Yeah, exactly. It was a nice day too. Yeah. So um yeah. captured the sunlight. Um this was on Saturday. Uh yeah, go visit Kat. Um she uh she's awesome. So and she's doing big things over there. Um really happy for her. Um she and uh watch our episode with her. It was like episode six, I believe. Yeah. Um, so if you're on Facebook, it's in the videos. Uh that was a really fun episode. We were I was I, from what I remember, we were, it was really funny. We had a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good times. It was all fun. All right, Chris. Um, what else do you want to tell the people? <laughs> Let's see. We got Vula's. Oh, upcoming is a little little brownie, a uh, online bakery that's right here in Rochester, and also Bold and Gritty is a coffee company that just popped up that's uh really damn good coffee yes. and i can't wait to we're ordering uh i already i already told the owner of uh little brownie we're ordering cookies this week we're eating cookies this week <laughs> this yes so if you want to check them out uh she's she's at uh the little brownie rock on instagram she's got pictures amazing pictures of all cookies and stuff and uh, Bold and Gritty, it's a roster-based, uh, black-owned coffee roastery that we'll be having on. Can't wait. Definitely. That uh, awesome Instagram, too. They got really cool stuff on there. I love the brand. So, into it. Yes. <laughs> All right, Chris. <laughs> well, you have a great week. I'm sure I'll see you at some point. We'll eat some yeah. cookies. Yeah, we'll figure that out <laughs> and chow down. All right, buddy. <laughs> Have a great week. Cool. See you. See you, everybody.